Something Something Dragons, Episode 10, Someone Has a Crush. Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our live play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path for the first edition of Pathfinder from Paizo Publishing. I'm your host and game master, Aaron. With me today are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello. Oh. I was so delete. Hi. All I'm saying at the same time, anyway. So when last we saw our heroes, it was the morning after the funeral for Professor Petros Lorimore. Having spent the night after the funeral, either in or near the house of Kendra Lorimore, the party awoke to breakfast, Kendra was leaving for church, and they had their opportunity to examine the contents of Lorimore's chest, where they found his journal, along with the selection of books that he had asked them to return to Lipostat. The journal had some disturbing clues about the whispering way into Lorimore's investigation about what they wanted, and it suggested that there was something within the Harrowstone prison, and also there were warnings about the risks to his own life. After going through the journal, the heroes met two other associates of Lorimore's, a slender man named Anton, who had a raven as a companion, and a large burly man named Luther, who was accompanied by the wolf Silver. Puppy. <laughs> Puppy. These two had a letter to deliver to Kendra, and then excused themselves to go check in to the outward end. Kendra then returned, and was about, and we were just about to open that letter when we left off, so let's go ahead and start there. And I'll get some background music playing, which will be provided by Tabletop Audio, as Kendra examines the letter. Okay, wait, and I also have to say that I absolutely hate the fact that the inn is called the outward inn. That pun makes me want to punch <laughs> myself in the face every time it's said. <laughs> I actually haven't noticed that yet. How did I not get that? <laughs> you can uh, you can take it up with uh, Michael Cortez, who wrote this uh, wrote this adventure path, or at least this book in the adventure path. I personally think the pun is fantastic. Yeah. All of you were gathered back in the room. Kendra had returned from church. She had handed the letter. You had handed her the letter. She looked at it. There was the monogram AA in the wax seal. And she cracked the seal and pulls out a letter, which um, I will read now and also share with all of you. And the letter says, Ms. Lorimore, allow me to present to you my warmest regards and deepest regrets upon the death of your father. Petros was a man of great insight with a keen and inquiring mind. It was perhaps inevitable that it would be his curiosity that brought him low, for his questing ways led him to dark places, and what he lacked in prudence he more than compensated for in courage. Regardless, I shall remember him fondly as one who was almost a peer, as a man of intelligence, tempered but lightly by good sense. My thoughts are with you, my dear. I trust the path you choose to tread in life shall be a safer one than that of your late father. Indeed, I would insist upon it. I may, from time to time, check on your well-being and general welfare. Please accept this as payment of a debt that a tragic circumstance has imposed upon me. 
with the greatest of respect, Adivion Adresant. Who the heck the heck? That's what AA stands for. <laughs> when you guys say AA, all I can think of is that Key and Peel sketch. AA <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Yeah, Kendra looks at the letter just kind of with a puzzled look on her face, like, I'm not entirely certain who this even is. <laughs> so, Elias traveled. Yes? Is there, before I even do anything, is there any possibility? I have a name. You do? Can I make a knowledge local to see if I know them? Sure. I will allow a knowledge local check to see if you know him. I'm rolling for something probably stupid high. Oh, that was a 14 roll. 21. It's not bad. Wow. 14 rolled for a total of 21. The name is vaguely familiar to you. You think you might have heard the name at... um at the university, mentioned as a former student. He didn't graduate, but he had left an impression on a lot of the professors for being just a very intelligent, very inquisitive man who was very interested in magic, although had perhaps a bit of an interest in the darker arts. Oh! Ooh! I didn't know this was Hogwarts, all right. Exactly. <laughs> he, it's been, I mean, he would be older than you. He would be in his 30s now. So yeah, you think you've heard the name, but um, you don't, like, nothing really jumps out at you as like, oh yeah, this guy, he did these important, these, all these important things. All right, all right. Um, I... I think he might have been one of the professor's old students. He was like a star student that was every now and then mentioned at the academy, university. Father never mentioned him to me. I'm surprised he even mentioned us. Well, he was very fond of the four of you. Not surprised. We're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I trust that breakfast was to your liking and the accommodations last night were all... Uh, suitable and. I want to mention Eklund replies to the breakfast comment by belching in the background. <laughs> All right. I mean, you can't go wrong with bread. Very well. It was good. Wonderful. Thank you. I probably need to spend the day at least starting to try to make sense of father's papers and looking at the financial records and assets and figuring out where to begin with deciding what to do about the home and the property. What would the four of you like to do today? I want to adventure. Mm -hmm. Alright, fine. We can do that in a minute. Um, I just wanted to ask you something. Of course. I actually went back into the chest and um, in there, we found your father's journal. If you want, do you want to read it? She gets kind of a pensive look on her face. Let me think about it. All right. We already glanced through it. Yeah, just wanted to offer you the chance to read it. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I just, you know, felt like the right thing to do. All right, well, um, 
Yeah, I guess we should go look around the town. We haven't really been around. Yay! That's great. I, I certainly encourage you to do so. I will just warn you that uh, three of you are obviously not human. Yeah, fair. I can look different. I, I notice you're you're wearing your hat, but um, I assume that was because there were other uh, visitors here earlier. The people of Ravengrow are very private. This is a small town. Uh, <laughs> we're not far from the hordes of uh, from the hordes of Belkson. People, I just want to warn you that. There are going to be some people in town, not everyone, but some people who will react to your obvious differences with maybe, I don't want to say hostility, but at least coldness. They going to throw things at us? Probably not. Well, then they're better than that other town. Yeah. Still have that horseshoe. Eklund just wordlessly pulls up his hood and puts his glasses on. Uh, Elyris, maybe look full human? Alright. Can do. That way I'm the only one who stands out because mm -mm, I might probably look the least harmless <laughs> out of us. <laughs> he goes, just say it, you're nice and we're not. <laughs> no, I think most of you are nice. I threatened to slit a farmer's throat the other day. I mean, all, in all fairness, he attacked us first. But I still think that by how they know, you're nice and we're not. <laughs> I said most of us. I suppose if we get them drunk enough, they won't care. Mm, no, but... I was going to say that um, if you were to go to the Laughing Demon, you would probably find the uh, the warmest reception... Unless people get too drunk and it turns to hostility. <laughs> Eklund goes, I have had people try to pry out my eyes before. It is never a fun experience. Um, alright. I, I was just gonna, um, alright. Yeah, but as I was saying, I'm probably look the least, the, not the least harmless, no, the most harmless out of us all. <laughs> and probably am the most harmless out of us. Unless they're creepy undead, then I can do some. You guys have undead problems? Not an exceptional one. Um, I mean, there are always rumors, but I can't think of any undead that have been seen within the town. Alright then, yeah, I'm probably completely harmless. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is Sunday, so I don't know that everyone's shops would be open but uh you should certainly find people at the at the at the laughing demon or at the outward inn goes, i'm gonna go get drunk anybody else in on it i want to go see if the guys still have the puppy um well they're at the outward inn but weren't we gonna meet up with them for like dinner tonight mm -hmm. i believe that is what you guys had said yes Wait, well, it's still early morning, right? Well, not um, early. It's not early. It's, it's. I mean, Kendra, you know, is at church. It's it's shortly after lunchtime at this point. Alright, so, let's not go get... Realizing that, realizing that, Eklund grabs a handful of ice-cold bacon and shoves it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, right, um, let's go, I don't know, best place to meet people, I guess, would probably be the 
the, the, the laughing demon? Probably, yes. I mean, if you want to meet people. Right, oh, and then... Right, let's get drunk. Not yet. Once sunset happens, then let's go meet up with Anton and Lufer. That's their names, right? Yes. Oh, yes! Got the names right. <laughs> and then we could, you know, they did say first rounds of drinks were on them. We can then get drunk while chatting with them. Still? Mm -hmm. Certainly. Um, if you want to... It's more of me asking Eklund. <laughs> Eklund just smirks. Hey guys, can I ask you a question? Yes. Well, how do people take to strangers offering them free bread? <laughs> Depends on where you did it. If you did it in the inn, they probably wouldn't blink twice. If you did it to random people on the street, they would probably... Oh, probably think you were a fairy trying to steal their souls and take them away <laughs> to the first world. Don't always steal souls. Names work. Well, alright. Or just items. It's always fun. Okay. <laughs> I've opened so many questions for people. <laughs> uh, yes, so um, I'm going to start looking through Father's papers. You're welcome to stay or go as you please. Um, right, and then she will she, she will excuse herself and head back upstairs. All right, let's go. Yeah. Eklund just pulls up like his his disguise. I will grab her letter because if she can find someone to deliver it while we're on our way you know sure it's gonna do that okay all right so where are you guys headed to the laughing demon okay is that the name that is the name Ew. if you will look at the map of Ravengrow in your town guide the Lorimore household is um it's number n, n. on the map Number um, N. Or letter N. So if you follow the the road to the north, you will come into the town square. Um, in the town square, you will notice kind of a, a gazebo. There are... It's big enough that you can set up a farmer's market there. I waste it with my crossbow. Ha 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 ha. Um, have a crossbow. <laughs> and in fact, as you come into the town square, you see that there is a, uh, a dog, um, that is sleeping under the, uh, gazebo steps. Alright, we leave the dog then. Mm -hmm. There are a series of posts that are to the northern part of the town square that look like they frequently have things nailed to them, like, uh, letters and, like, proclamations and whatnot. There's nothing hanging there right now, but you can just see a number of old nails sticking out of the posts. Hmm. Uh. And then the the Laughing Demon, which uh, one of you has already been in, is uh, Eklund has already been in the Laughing Demon. It is off to the east, um, well, northeast of town. Alright then, that's where we're going. Tally is leading the way. Okay. Uh, you will, as you are going into the 
heading towards there, you will pass both uh, Jaminda's Apothecary and the town jail. All right, I'm J- Jaminda? Jaminda. Uh, she was one of the people at the funeral. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out her later. Okay. Tali's leading the way. She's, I don't know. All right, give me a perception check as you're walking through town. Eklund's right up next to her, standing like a bodyguard. Wait, all of us? Yes, everyone give me a perception check. Ooh, I did She's flying. Ow, rolled 12 for 15. Okay. I got a 24. Okay, 24 for Azatha. Perception, right? Yes. I got a 10. It says 21. 21? Okay. Eklund's distracted by the Fae. Azatha, as you guys are moving through the town, you're the only one who notices um, that coming out of the apothecary, there is a somewhat dour-looking man. He's wearing a wide-brimmed hat. He's a little bit swarthy. He's wearing armor, uh, leather armor, uh, has a long sword on his hip and a a heavy crossbow. And... um, He comes out of the apothecary and very briefly looks at the four of you, but then, you know, walks away and starts heading to the south out of town. Alright. Glenn doesn't care. Just in, like, a general direction towards the south part or, like, into a building or something. Um, heading back down the, uh, road that you just walked up. Lorimore's house. Yep. Mm, okay. I will turn to you guys and point out that guy that just came out of the apothecary was looking at us weird. Well, yeah, I, I kind of fly. Maybe that's because we are weird. Well, well, good point, but he went up toward um the Lorimore house. Isn't that also just the road that you take to leave town? Yeah, but... Talia's very trusting, guys. <laughs> I'll just, like, keep him in mind for later, I guess. And she'll keep on flying. Alright, so you make it to the Laughing Demon. As long as no one stops her. No one is going to stop you. Um, Yay. um, You should all see yourselves on the map now. Hey, the one guy. Talia's probably in front. Well, then rearrange yourselves. Trying. Blue moves Talia. Me moves Eklund. You, you do know you're slow and she's fast, right? <laughs> Don't you move, like, 25? 20. 20, yeah. She moves 20 feet faster than you when she's flying. Yes, but I'm assuming that when you guys are walking, then you all stay at pace. That is combat speed. Eh, she's probably at least, like, five feet in front, but all right, that's fine. All right. So you walk into the uh, Laughing Demon, and there is conversation going... Uh, There are people drinking. Uh, You do recognize the man behind the bar as Zokar, who was one of the mourners at Lorimore's funeral. Mm -hmm. You didn't speak with him, but you did see him there. Also behind the bar, you see his son, Pevrin. There's a little bell that rings as you open the door, and he looks up and goes, Ah, welcome! You are the guest of... uh, You are here for Lorimore's funeral, yes? Yes. Well, 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 well... Well, welcome to the Laughing Demon. Is 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 my inn? Is is wonderful place? Is 
is he like a Russian accent or? <laughs> uh, it is definitely foreign. It is not a new Slavian accent. Right, this is also me. Are you using a Russian accent or? <laughs> I am using a vaguely Russian accent. Yes. Okay. Uh, Eccles, I'm just gonna kind of have him poking around, staying near Talia, but he's like. If she gets in trouble in here, she can just fly away, and he's also looking at everyone in the bar room. Like, you can just see him, like, I could beat you up, I could beat you up, I could beat you up, I probably couldn't beat you up, I'm gonna avoid you, I could beat you up. <laughs> and it's not he says, a bar fight. Perhaps, perhaps I can, I can, I can, uh, I can interest you in, 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 in a, a vampire steak or a wolf ball. Eh? Huh. What are in those? She looks intrigued. <laughs> I, I could just elbow her and goes wolf falls, and he and he just he just laughs and he goes ah is 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 secret but but you 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 should try you you might like I'll try it I'm going with vampire a vampire steak very good very good Bevin Bevin get the uh, little lady a, a a vampire steak how you how you like it rare Eklund goes same for me. <laughs> Uh, Eklund goes, rare. Rare and bloody. Just the right way. Absolutely. I love him, by the way. I love him. <laughs> so, I was expecting the vampire steak to be... food. It is food. Alright, just not a steak. It's, it's, it's... If it is a steak, I'm gonna be so happy. T-E-A-K. I know. Play on words there people at the bar kind of as you guys come over and sit up at the bar they kind of vacate over to a table oh i'm gonna eat i wasn't gonna eat them eclid just give this guy a glare and mutters good riddance under his breath and Taryn. i mean they're not like being hostile but they're just like oh well, well we'll let them sit at the bar and they take their their drinks and they go so a few minutes uh pass and then um Pevrin comes back out um with uh two you know rare steaks so they're still almost bloody and they're uh big cuts of beef that are skewered on a thick wooden spike Ooh, fancy eklund eklund just grabs his by the steak and starts ripping hunks out of it like a starving animal could i uh, could i get i like this one he has he has gusto he knows how to enjoy a meal eklund slams his fist on the bar and belches so loudly everyone in the bar turns to stare oh my god um, just you guys might out. also notice that that Anton and Luther are actually here. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, they no. are there. They did. Really? Can you not see them? And so uh, Pe uh, Zokar looks at uh, Azatha and Aliris, and, and can I get you anything? Um. Some corpse chowder, perhaps. Uh, sure, that sounds good. Hey, would you like some bread? I'll take one of those steaks. Very good. How how you like your steak? Um, whatever they're getting. Wait, you're a snake person. Shouldn't you be like raw? <laughs> yes. Yes, actually. Well, I'm not going to tell them that, so I'm just gonna get how they have. No, you don't look like a snake person. <laughs> yeah, I don't look like it now, so I'm just gonna have it how you guys are having it, which is close enough. Yep. Talia realizes there were some mistakes made when she let Eklund order her steak. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you're you're what you're eating. Uh, you think they might have shown a picture of a match to the cow's mother? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
she doesn't even know how to eat this, and she's like, I... Eklund doesn't even care. He's tearing into this thing like a starving dire wolf. Hey, I'm not Eklund. sure he's even noticed it's a cow yet. He just goes, what? And, spe and ends up spitting a mixture of blood and us uh, out his chin. Oh my god. You can feel her cringe coming. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly just lost my appetite. Would you like my food? He just, he just pauses a sec and he's like, I'm sorry, am I offending you? No, no, I'm just not that hungry right now. He just stabs your steak with the steak he, the wooden one he ate his with. He just stabs your meat with it, rips your uh, wooden steak out of it, and shoves yours in his mouth, too. Calm down. You okay? Talia wraps her wings around herself, like, oh my lord, and then just goes, what's the strongest drink you have? Well, if you are, 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 are you, are you brave, little one? If that's the strongest, then yes. Ah, everybody, she would like to try a liquid ghost. I kind of just look away for a second and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Did I hurt you, GM? No. And everyone <laughs> in the bar just kind of looks at you, and there's a hush. And then there is a cheer. I have, yeah! And Dia says, I'll be right back. And he goes back into the kitchen, and he comes back out with a, a glass mug, and there is a ale in there, but it glows with a green tint. This, this is, this is how specialty is, strongest drinking we have. She will take it. How much is this? Eklund starts beating his fist on the table going, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> how much is this? Uh, is, uh, is three coppers for each of the steaks and is, uh, one silver for the, uh, for the liquid ghost. Let's open a tap, It's right? on me, I have too much gold. Can I pay you in bread? No, I have one bread. Oh. But we can take Tab. You are staying right. with Lorimore, yes? Eklund yeah. goes, I have too much money. I don't like gold. Just let me pay for it. What's he going to do with 514 gold? Um, how much is it? How much is it again? Uh, well, so far, you guys have had three stakes, which would be nine copper and one silver. So a total of two silver for everything you've eaten so far. Yeah, so he'll pay with two silvers. Hey, um... Talia just kind of sighs, ups the drink, and chugs it. Okay. But I want to mention that as he's he's eating, he, like, rips the last bit of steak off it, fishes around in his pocket with his mouth still full, and throws two silver across the bar so hard they skid and fall off the other side. <laughs> uh, you throw them that hard, but he catches them right out of the... right off the bar. The minute Eclipse... Oh, wow. Falls, that's when she grabs it and just goes, ah, thank you, and just chugs it. And now we're all waiting for the, the, for the GM to say, make a constitution saving throw. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, especially because... <laughs> I am too, because there's no way she... If this is the strongest drink, I, she drinks a lot. She still has a very low tolerancy. 
actually, as you drink it, it is a very sweet ale. It's not actually that strong. I mean, it's a good, it's a decent strength beer, but it's not that strong. But Zokar just kind of looks at you and gives kind of a conspiratorial wink of, now, don't be afraid if spirits come after you. <laughs> as soon as she just finishes it, can I get another? Absolutely. Um, Illyris, you kind of were wandering over, and as you do so, Luther and Anton notice you. And and Anton says, ah, ah, it's good to see you again. Uh, by all means, come join us. Oh, hello. Okay. He's desperate to get away from us. Yeah, so uh, they, they, they pull out a seat for you, and... Um, uh, we, we, we found the inn that you recommended to us. Uh, they, they, the accommodations seem wonderful, but their proprietress said that if we wanted to get a meal, that we should really come over here and do that. So that's why we're here. Oh, yeah. Clint's going to vouch one more time and come over there and just slam himself down next to Anton without asking and just <laughs> kind of glare at Illyris. What, what did I do to you, Eklund? As soon as she gets another drink, Talia will also fly over, because Eklund's being a jerk. Why is everybody following me? I am also making my way over there with everybody. Okay. I'm sorry for drawing a crowd. These are my comrades. You met them as well, I mean. Yes, know. of course. You, you're, you're, you're all... Uh, you, you were also all... You're not from here. You were here for the funeral, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, can I pet the puppy? <laughs> and uh, Luther chuckles. He likes pets. Go right ahead. Yay! And and Silver just kind of walks up next to you and plops himself down right on your foot and looks up at you <laughs> with that expectant doggy stare of, like, make with the pets. <laughs> Silver. So, it's great to actually get to meet up with you. Ah, yes, it, it's, it's wonderful. Um, uh, we really are sorry that we weren't able to make it here last night. Um, I'm no, it's, it's fine. Well, it's not. I, we, we owe the professor, but... I mean... I still feel like I owe the professor more, but... Yeah, I, I, excuse me, uh, while I'm here, can I offer you guys some bread? Uh, well, we've already eaten, but... Um... It's always good <laughs> to ask. Luther says, there's always room for more bread. <laughs> <laughs> Eklund just goes, I like you. He nods. You also notice, Eklund, he glances at Talia, sort of having this, like, you can tell he's just suddenly realizing how offensive his table manners are. He just reaches into his... He kind of, like, does that weird, like, breathe on your hand thing that people do when they're testing their breath, then just reaches into his pocket, wordlessly pulls out a small thing of herbs, looks like, like, 95% mint, and shoves it in his mouth, starts chewing. <laughs> Just kind of looks up and just, all right. Um, yeah, no, it's just, I understand how it feels and you're owing someone more than you can give. Yes, um, hmm. So, can hmm? Yes, sorry. I don't know if you've uh, been paying attention to the, uh, the locals. And he kind of gestures around, leaning in kind of conspiratorially so that no one outside of your table will be able to hear you speak. But apparently there was some sort of disturbance last night. After disturbance? the funeral. Yes, yes. Uh, this morning. 
they they discovered that apparently the uh, there was a memorial in town that had been vandalized. That's awful. Yes. Ooh. See, that's just weird. Uh, not what what was it? Maybe half an hour ago, Luther. And Luther nods. Ah, uh, maybe half an hour ago, the uh, the sheriff was here asking. Asking us if we had done it, because, of course, we are new here, so, of course, the suspicion was on us. Of course, yeah. we were able to explain that we had just arrived in town, so how could we possibly have done something that happened overnight? Why was he suspicious of you guys? You guys look like normal people. <laughs> You're very kind to say so. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I don't exactly look like an old person. Wings and all. Eflin, for the first time since coming in the bar, and he's just kind of looking at Anton, trying to keep... Because Luther looks fully human, but Anton had, like, yellow eyes and uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. He looks at Anton and just kind of conspiratorially pulls down his sunglasses so that, like, because, you know, gems gemstone eyes. And... Right. Hey, um... Just sort of this, this, this weird, like, hey, eyes are weird, too. <laughs> uh, what kind of bread do they want? And... Sure, it isn't dirt. Sure. Luther says, oh, what, what, whatever you, you have on hand. Um, he doesn't seem to have a preference. Go with garlic. All right, I guess. Um... All right, bounce me a d6. Ooh. Oh, no. I thought one was bad. Yeah, it is a one that's bad. So you reach into your, your, your pocket and you pull out a piece of garlic bread. And Luther will look at it and grab it and tear off a hunk of it, and start chewing. Yay, bread! And Anton just kind of looks at it and gives kind of a wane smile and goes, hmm. So, um, how did you guys know the professor? Ah, well, there was this circus. Uh, a traveling, uh, traveling circus. And we, both Luther and myself, were in the employ of the circus. And the professor came to the circus uh, investigating things, and, well, there were some difficulties. Uh, there was a uh, bit of a run-in with local law enforcement, and, well, I probably shouldn't go into that right now, but uh, the, the professor helped clear everyone's good name. That's good. Hang on, can I mention, what to Ant has Ant have we seen Anton's teeth yet? What? Probably not. Why? Just when he's talking, because I'm start. He do he's super pale, he doesn't eat, his eyes look weird. I'm starting to sense a few similarities between him and a certain sparkly boy. No! <laughs> Don't mess oh, that. You know what? Because you are suspicious, I will allow you to give me either a perception or a sense motive check. Okay, I thought we were going to say survival and I was going to be like, crap! No. Nope. I was also getting a bit suspicious because, you know, like, hmm... Did, you're very kind to say that. That's weird. 26 for perception. Th then yes. Uh, while while he's speaking, his teeth appear like a normal person. I mean, they're very clean and they're they're you know they're they're not misshapen or deformed. He clearly has good dental hygiene. But um, they look they look like a normal human's teeth. Uh, can either of them juggle? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm afraid juggling is not a skill that I, I have acquired. And uh, Luther, although he is an excellent shot with that bow, I don't believe you've ever... <laughs> Luther just shakes his head. No, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a juggler. 
Clint just goes, I've always wanted to learn archery. So... I'm a decent shot with a sling, but I I'm pretty sure those are two entirely different forms of ranged attack. They are different skills, yes. So, um, I have a question for you guys. Yes. Um, you said it was a few years ago? About three, yes. Luther, is that right? Luther nods. About that, yes. Um, have you guys been traveling together? Yes, we have been traveling together since that time. Alright, just... I was assuming, but wanted to make sure. Yes, uh, we were we were passing through Lipostat when the news of the professor's death came to us, and that's where we headed here from there. We were approached by uh, a, a messenger who asked if we were heading to Ravencrow, and they gave us that letter to deliver. So. Uh, all right. Um. Okay. How do I subtly ask this? <laughs> 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 we're all just sitting there like like I, I want to do a drawing of this now and have us all just sitting around the party and Luther's like eating and Anton's talking but have this collective speech bubble that's just are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do I ask the silly? How yeah. How, how how do you how do you make them come out in Dungeons and Dragons? You know what? No, I know exactly how. This is what gaflanes do. They're nosy. Don't force them. Alright, so totally random question. Yes. But, um, you know, I like asking. I've already asked my friends this after reuniting. Wait, I might have asked you, looking at Eklund. I'll ask you later. Are you with and or do you like anyone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Did I sense motive on both of them, by the way? <laughs> you can. But the, uh, Anton will reach across the table and take Luther's hand and go, No, Luther is my companion. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sense motiving that. I mean, he took his hand. It... Oh, yeah. Like, companion. <laughs> 17. <laughs> I mean, there's clearly an attraction between the two of them. <laughs> I see. Echo just, Echo just smiles. He scribbles something under the table and hands it to Talia, and it just says, I'm buying these guys all the drinks. <laughs> I should respond. <laughs> The rest of this call is just going to go off the rails as we th uh, four fangirls decide on which ship name they're gonna have. No! But, uh, alright, alright, just, just wondering. Actually, Edlin! I haven't asked you! Those two. Uh, do you have any crushes? Eklund's hair, like, just, you, you can practically see every hair on his body standing on end, and, uh, all the color draws out of his face, like, shit, like, it, it looks like sand swirling away. <laughs> Zelda is laughing at you. <laughs> um, Eklund just, Eklund just, Eklund just, uh, turns slowly to the bartender and just goes, can I get a flagon of mead, please? <laughs> this like very strained voice, like he's been gargling gravel. Clint, who is it? Tell me. Spill. Pavlin, Pavlin, get the get the young man a, a drink. He's just he's pulled his hood back up and he's got his glasses back on. He's just turning away from Talia. <laughs> oh, oh come on! All right, you know what? Here. I'll make a deal. Actually, Elias, who do you like? You said you had a crush, right? Oh, it's not important right now. I want to see how this is out. <laughs> I'll make a deal with Eklund. If he tells us, you'll sell yours. Woo! 
Well, this episode came up quick, didn't it? Lynn, <laughs> <laughs> don't be a coward. Tell us. Uh, it'll be funny. Can the can the the mead come now? So he just buries his entire face in it and just drains it dry. <laughs> like one move, one move. He's just like. Why don't we go ahead and cut away as Eklund is swallowing his drink and trying not to answer? Um, <laughs> as insistent, bro. And we will pick up here next time. Ah! Oh, I wanted. No. <laughs> as always, until next time, keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown, The Haunting of Harrowstone was written by Michael Cortez. If you like what you're hearing, Come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at The Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes or Google Play. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at The Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.